Get the little ones, sit back, relax, and listen to the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences. Now, Dakota Ring Theater presents the continuing adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, that scourge of the underworld, hunter of those who prey upon the innocent, that marvelous masked mystery man known only as the Red Panda. The Red Panda, mysterious masked marvel, hides his true identity of August Fenwick, one of the city's wealthiest men, in his never-ending battle against the forces of darkness and oppression. Together with his wife and partner, Kit Baxter Fenwick, who joins him in his quest in the guise of the Flying Squirrel, he fights a private war that evildoers everywhere shall know justice at the hands of the Red Panda. This episode, Barbarian at the Gates. Doc, Rocket calling base. Rocket to base, are you reading me? Fitzroy here, coming through loud and clear, Rocket. Any sign yet? It looks like the creature has made it further than we thought. I've picked up a swath of destruction that can only be him, though. I should have him in my sights soon. When you do, don't hesitate. Remember, this thing has already taken out two teams sent to bring it down. Any word from Dark Angel's strike force? None since their first sighting. Their radio could have been destroyed in the fight. Or they could all be dead. Another distinct possibility, which is why I say when you get a clear shot, you take it. I don't like firing blind, Colonel. We don't even know what we're dealing with here. There's a reason for that, Rocket. Every man we've sent in to find out what this creature is has fallen before it. And if they've slowed it down at all, there's no sign of it. It's punched its way through a hundred miles of forest on a beeline for Toronto, and it'll be here in two days. This is as close as comfort allows. Take it out. That's an order. I've got something ahead, Colonel. Going to do a quick flyover. Negative, Lieutenant. You will fire your weapon and you will do it now. I've only got one shot at this, Fitz. I need to see what I'm dealing with. Find a vulnerability. It doesn't have one. Fire. Great Scott! It's... It's a man, all right, but he's enormous! James, that's an order. He doesn't seem to be carrying any weapons, but... Whoa! Rocket! What happened? The target just pitched a rock at me that was about the size of a car! Almost moving as fast as me, too. I can't imagine the strength it must have. Imagine later. Shoot now. Roger, that fits. Looks like you were right about this one. Firing thermite clusters. Doc Rocket? Come in, Rocket. Did you hit it? Dead center mass. No effect. That's crazy. I don't make these things up, sir. I'm lending for a closer look. Negative. Disengage. Repeat, disengage. You said it yourself, boss man. We've got two days until this thing is walking down Young Street. We need intel, and we need it now. I can see it moving over the hill. It's... it's huge! Rocket, get out of there. If I didn't know better... No. It is. The creature is glowing. It has a bright amber aura. Can't explain it. Could be mystical in origin, but it looks... It's more like sunlight. Wentworth, I am ordering you. Halt! Stop right there! In the name of his majesty! Oh dear. Stupid flying man thinks he can hurt cars, but cars are too strong for you. Rocket, get out of there! Flying man and stupid soldiers want to stop cars. Leave cars alone! Bah! 
No, Cosmo, smash! Rocket! Rocket, can you hear me? Rocket! Gus? Are you almost ready? I think so. I've been trying to condense the gear as much as I can. You call that condensed? Then you made fun of how much luggage I took to Cuba. Ah, Cuba. Remember Cuba? I remember. Are you feeling wistful or just being dramatic? Those were simpler times. I'm just having a bit of a moment. Wasn't that the holiday when we discovered the Nazi dinosaur base? And now it's gone. Thank you. Sheesh. What were you thinking about? That little blue wrap you would wear to the beach. Oh. Why do you always get frisky when we're saving the world? When aren't we saving the world? It's an interesting point. Look. There's no way we can get all of that gear into the autogyro. I've made two trips already. There won't be any room for us. I agree it's a problem, but we have no idea what we're up against. I've got a problem with that, too. I'm sure. If there is something big and bad on its way towards the old hometown, why are we the last to hear about it? Technically, I still haven't officially heard about it. I just got tired of waiting for an invitation. Whatever this creature is, it's taken out everything they've thrown at it. Word is they sent Doc Rocket in this morning. If he didn't fare any better, then it's up to the two of us. Then may I be the first to say that it's up to the two of you. What the devil? <laughs> Colonel Fitzroy, do you know what I usually do to uninvited guests in our underground lair? Bring them coffee? With a side order of their own teeth. Mm, drat. Oh, don't look so shocked and appalled, the two of you. We don't have time for it. I'm a spy. It's what I do. I know where you live and have a general idea of how much space is required for a hidden autogyro hangar. It didn't take much to find it, and even less to follow this young lady all the way home. Nice pneumatic tubes, by the way. We really don't have time for chatter, Colonel Fitzroy. We have a monster to stop. Taking everything but the kitchen sink, I see. Might not have been necessary if you'd thought to involve us earlier. I assign my resources as I deem appropriate. You solve crimes, untangle mysteries. I needed someone to apply irresistible force to an immovable object. Ever drop kick a Class 6 entity into a dimensional void, Archie? I'm afraid I'm not up on the latest dance steps. I understand that you aren't happy not to have been my first choice. That doesn't concern me. This is a creature of pure brute force. I responded in kind. How'd that work out for you? It's an interesting point. Perhaps that is why I am here now. You're here now because you have no one left. Mm, there is that. But without me, you're flying blind. In an autogyro full of every piece of equipment you own as well. You know, superpowers notwithstanding, we've got more experience head-to-head -head with magic than anyone else on the payroll. I had no reason to believe that the threat was magical in origin. Other than the fact that the Nazis have a little fetish on the subject and are, after all, trying to kill us. If you like. What happened to Doc Rocket? We don't know yet. I've got recovery teams in the area. He wanted to get a closer look. I ordered him out, but... You were in direct communication? Yes. What of it? Was it recorded? There's a transcript. So what? I'd like to have a look at that. Red Panda. He didn't say anything of value. I know. I was on the line. I might just learn something that you missed. Apparently I untangle mysteries. Is your scientific advisor on the case? The genie? He's been briefed. He's not directly involved. He is now. Are you giving the orders now, Red Panda? We are your last shot, Fitzroy. Not quite. You are 50% of my last shot. 
She is along for the ride and is your problem, not mine. I smell another T-bone. We don't have time for this, Colonel. There's a monster on the loose. Indeed there is, Red Panda, and we will deal with it. You will provide the brains. I have someone else in mind for the brawn. The Colonel tells me that you wish to see me, Red Panda. Yes, Jeannie, please come in. Oh, boy. Supervillain service with a smile. Is this still weird for you, too? Indescribably. Would it help if I let loose with a boah-ha-ha every now and then? It might. The genie has come to give you a full scientific briefing on the creature. Would that such a thing were possible, Colonel. Sometimes science can do little more than admit its own failings. I have tried to produce a working theory for the operation, but the source of this creature's powers seems to be well beyond me. Is that a fact? I will tell you what I know. A military unit training to the north made the first report a little over two days ago. Since that time, there have been several sightings of an enormous man making rapid progress through the wilderness, leaving a trail of destruction behind him. Every attempt made to intercept the creature or halt his progress has resulted in the decimation of the team sent to deal with him. There can be little doubt where he's headed. His course has not varied by as much as a degree in spite of rough terrain, roadblocks, and several small lakes. By my calculations, he will be in the Toronto area in approximately 36 hours, and the results of his encounters with humanity thus far do not bode well for the city. Thank you, Jeannie. I was hoping for a more scientific briefing. I'm afraid I cannot help you with that, Red Panda. There is no data to support the theory of either a chemical imbalance or a biological difference between this subject and the average man. What? I have taken the liberty of bringing along a blood sample. A blood sample? Where was this obtained? At the site of the first attack. If you'll just step over to the microscope. I don't think this... Please, Colonel. I think it will be very helpful. Red Panda. All right. As you can see, it is a perfectly normal sample of human blood. Nothing remarkable about it in any way. Yes. Yes, I see. So you see, Red Panda... I can't be of any help to you in this. I don't know what gives this creature its enormous strength, but science does not appear to hold the answers for us. Yes. Thank you, Jeannie. You've been helpful. Well done, Jeannie. Of course. Oh, and Squirrel? Yeah? Bwahaha. Well, Panda, you take my meaning. This is one occasion where we do not have luxury of time to solve the mystery. We must act and act decisively. What did you have in mind? Captain, would you send in Lieutenant Archer? There's at least one member of the home team that you have been unaware of up until this point, Red Panda. He's a deep cover man, one of the finest pure intelligence agents I have ever encountered. May I present Lieutenant... Holy cats, John! You remember. How nice. Lieutenant John Archer, operational codename, John Doe. Red Panda, Flying Squirrel, nice to see you again. Again? The last time we saw John was shortly after he... Well, forgive me, but I don't know how to say it. Uh, became self-aware. We were able to help him make the transition from walking bomb to free man. I wasn't aware of any of this, Lieutenant Archer. Forgive me, Colonel. You above all should know the value of secrets. You were on a need-to-know basis. You had the essential information on my origin as a device of Captain Clockworks. If I kept the fact that I had some dealings with the Red Panda from you, it was only out of gratitude for all he did for me. How's your lady friend? It was 
Anne, wasn't it? Thank you, yes. She is very well. We were married more than two years ago now. We're very happy. <laughs> I'll be darned. We have kept a low profile, but from time to time I used my abilities to help those in need. When the war came, Colonel Fitzroy recruited me for this team. By crafting me a series of masks, they have made it possible for me to become almost anyone, anywhere. I have been pleased to help make a difference. I take it you are meant to apply the unstoppable force. So it would appear. John Doe has been used primarily as an undercover operative. But like all of Captain Clockwork's mechanical men, he has extraordinary strength and speed. He may be the only thing with a chance of trading punches with this beast and coming out on top. So what do you need us for? You have the tactical experience to plan the operation and the equipment to back him up. You must destroy this monster at all costs. Millions of lives may depend on it. You are listening to the Red Panda Adventures from Dakota Ring Theater. Your address for adventure, mystery, and comedy. Red Panda, I'm afraid I still don't understand why we are using a civilian airfield. Surely the military... John, does it seem to you there is rather more going on here than meets the eye? Yes. Explain. The colonel was very specific that we destroy the target at all costs. If the nature of our mission was merely to protect the citizens of Toronto, logically stopping the creature would be enough. Very good. Are you inclined to destroy it anyway just because you were ordered to? I am not. Not if we can find another way. Better and better. We're about to bend some rules, Mr. Archer, and take you into our confidence in the process. If you and Fitzroy are playing me in any way, I promise you, you will regret it. Your concern is unnecessary. Here comes the squirrel. All right, boys, the plane's ready to go. Try and move fast. Is that it there? That's the one. It's uh, just a loner, so let's try not to have any holes punched in it. I'll fire the engines up and get us in the air. We can talk more while we move. Good day, Doctor. Nice to see you again. Oh, uh, my, hello, Red Panda. I'm afraid I dozed off waiting. I apologize for that, Doctor. It was necessary to sneak you aboard before we arrived if we wish to keep our own scientific advisor secret. Dr. C, this is John Doe. John, meet Dr. Theodore Chronopolis. A pleasure. Oh, my... You're the mechanical man. Oh, forgive me for staring. I assumed that I would be able to tell, but do you know I really can't? A most remarkable feat of engineering. I'm sorry. That's uh, quite all right, Doctor. Everyone, hold on. If you don't mind my asking, Red Panda... Why have we brought another scientist along? Does he accompany you often? I wouldn't exactly say often. Not so much often as... Well, never. It's quite exciting, actually. <laughs> I still don't trust the genie. The genie is working under duress. He is still a prisoner, after all. And he knows more than he can say. Explain the logic underlying that conclusion. Hmm? Aside from his deeply uncharacteristic modesty, he showed me a slide with what he said was a blood sample from the creature. Yeah, perfectly normal and human, he said. The slide had cooking oil on it. What? 
Well, it looked like cooking oil. It certainly wasn't what he said it was. Surely he must have known you would not be fooled by such a subterfuge. Indeed. I think he was ordered to present me with a series of facts that would disincline me to look for answers, make me believe that others had tried and failed, and then we would simply destroy the target or die trying. So while he was telling us one thing, he found a way to let you know that it was all just talk. And it must have been an improvisation, because it sure seemed to make the colonel nervous at first. Agreed. He didn't like the idea of us seeing a blood sample. Sounds like we need to collect one, then. And do several other tests, all within whatever short window we can create. That's part of the reason you're here, Doctor. Fitzroy seemed quite certain the creature was not magical in origin. But it seems prudent to confirm that theory as well. Brother! Do we know anything? A little. Look at the last page of this. What is it? A copy of the transcript between Fitzroy and Doc Rocket right before his transmission ended. Rocket says the creature seems to be glowing with some sort of radiant energy, like the sun. Fascinating. It also refers to itself as cause. I don't know of any extra-dimensional beings that go by such a name... But my experience is, of course, limited. It also says, now Coswell smash. Coswell? The transcript has been corrected several times in the margins, presumably in response to typographical errors. That passage now reads, cause will smash. Yes, but I'm not prepared to dismiss any evidence at this point. So what have we got here? A giant angry man with super strength who glows with power that is supposedly not chemical, biological, or magical in origin? What's left? Mechanical. Beg pardon. Equal rights for robots. Whatever he is, he calls himself Cause, which may or may not be short for Coswell, talks about himself in the third person, and is heading straight for Toronto, busting anything that gets in his way. That sounds more or less right, yes. So what do we do? I don't really have to tell you that, do I? We We get get in in its its way. We get in its way. Good times. Panda to Squirrel. Come in, Squirrel. Squirrel here, Pappy. Target is headed your way. Have I mentioned I hate this plan? Once or twice. Has he spotted you? I'm uh, pretty sure he has, but he must just think I'm a big gray bird. Perhaps. None of the other teams were attacked until they tried to impede the creature's progress. That suggests an intelligence at work. You're betting an awful lot on that guess. Every time this creature has been met with force, it has responded in kind with disastrous results. I can't imagine that the reception it will get in the city will be very different. We have one chance to try the exact opposite and possibly get some hard data. Is everything ready? The doc has all of his instruments buzzing from the top of that ridge. I'm going to swoop in and try to get some close readings for him. But we're measuring about 16 different things at once, so we'll see what we get. John is standing by. Hopefully with his speed, he'll be able to grab the blood and tissue samples quick like a bunny. If he can get through that thing's hide. It's shrugged off missiles, you know. If I can keep the creature from fully engaging that energy for you... If that's how this thing works at all, what you don't actually know. And if it isn't a machine or a thing from another dimension... If it's the former, signal John to get clear and I'll use the magneto grenades. If it's the latter, I'm assuming you'll rain down anti-magic bullets. Bolts, actually. I'm packing the crossbow. It's more stylish. 
You've got about ten seconds, by the way. Thanks for that. I'll keep the channel open and my fingers crossed. I love you too, Pappy. Hello? Get out of my way, little masked man. Oh, am I in your way? I apologize. What? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bother you. I seem to be lost. Lost? Yes. Lost. Cause was lost. Are you cause? Yes. Cause. Hello, cause. Is cause short for something? You are not like others. They try to stop cause. Is cause short for Coswell? Why you say that? I had a friend named Coswell once. Friend? Yes. Where are you going? What? If I am in your way, you must be going somewhere. Perhaps we could go along together. Little masked man, go with cause? Maybe. If I only knew where you were going. Cause go home. Where is home? Cause no want to talk. Cause must home before stupid soldiers try to stop cause. But it can help you to talk, Coswell. It can be good to rest, to think, to talk. Yes. My mind is in your mind. Yes. My will is. Is is your will too too much too much anger too much power too much fear? Cause well, cause go, cause go home. I think he's coming too. At the risk of resorting to cliche, where am I? You're back in the airplane, of course. Back in the... Who's flying? That would be me. I didn't know you could do that. I watched you on the way here. It seemed fairly straightforward. Okay, well, that's information I would have liked to have earlier. How are you feeling? I have a splitting headache and the cabin is spinning counterclockwise. Is that good? Your exercise of hypnotic power seemed to trigger a massive psychic discharge. You collapsed in agony, but the creature actually fell into what seemed to be a deep sleep for nearly 50 minutes. We got you to cover, gathered as much data as we could quickly, and returned to the air to follow the creature. Good news is, we're almost caught up. Bad news is, we still don't have an answer, and we're running out of time. We may be forced to destroy the creature after all, Red Panda. I don't think so, John. There's a man in there, confused and frightened. I won't sacrifice him. We may not have a choice. You got the readings? We got them. We just don't know what to make of them. No magic, I'm pleased to say, which reduces the risk that this is a living Nazi weapon. At least a little... No radioactivity, no electromagnetic discharge. 
Well, you can see the figures. Perhaps in the interest of expediency, you should tell him what we did find, Dr. Chronopolis. Ah, yes, dear boy. Point taken. <clears throat> Cut to the chase, as they say. Doc. Right, Fagus. <clears throat> Your supervillain friend was quite correct, Red Panda. The key is in the blood. Look at this sample. Uh, mm. But this is... This is incredible. Isn't it, though? I have never seen anything like it. This sample positively teems with massive amounts of energy. Natural energy. Oh, why the creature's energy conversion ratios must be unheard of. Say that again. Energy conversion ratios? Dr. Chronopolis, you're brilliant. Squirrel! Oh... Still spinning? Just a touch. No wonder Coswell's mental energy overwhelmed me. And relieved of some of the pressure, he must have slept for the first time since they did this to him. I think my boss has solved the mystery, kids. When we brought all the gear from the autogyro, tell me that we brought the gray duffel. We brought the gray duffel. It's stowed back here. There's a black case in there. Looks like a tool case, but has the word experimental stenciled on it. Find it. Roger that. Only if you spill the beans while I look. Something the genie once told me. Something he was trying to remind me of. You have superheroes in your army. Why don't you use them on the front line? Why? Because they think they can make something better. I found the case, boss. I see the creature. Straight ahead. The case contains six ampules. Take the third one from the left and fit it into the largest hypodermic you can find. John... Move over. I'm flying. Is that quite wise? You look unwell. I still feel unwell. But you're the only one that has a chance to pull this off. There's no time to find a landing strip and play catch-up. You're not throwing our guest out of a moving airplane, are you? <laughs> See, this is why we don't entertain more often. Can he survive an airdrop like this? If he gets me low enough, I can. I'll hug the tree tops and get right over the creature. You'll probably only get one shot at this. Try and use your kinetic energy from the fall to force the needle in. Red Panda, are you trying to tell us that you just happen to have an antidote for... for whatever that poor man has? Sometimes it pays to pack the kitchen sink, Doctor. Unless I'm completely wrong. In which case, we're about to have a very, very bad day. Get ready! You needn't look so pleased with yourself, Lieutenant. You got lucky. We all did. So you took the precaution of preparing an antitoxin to Dr. Darius's royal jelly, did you? In case he ever made a return appearance as Dr. Bumblebee, yes. That formula was his dream. He hoped its perfect energy conversion would be used to end world hunger. Instead, you are perverting it to make killing machines. First of all, I am not the government. I am the head of the home team. Secondly, they prefer the term metas. I wasn't even aware of the program until Sergeant Coswell's unfortunate reaction. Unfortunate reaction? That boy nearly died. He was terrified, overcome by his own tremendous power, reduced to base animal instincts. He was just trying to get home. Where is Sergeant Coswell, by the way? Any number of people, including the Prime Minister, have screamed that question at me in the last six hours. I put it to you politely for the moment. He is safe. He is government property. As are you. He'll be released when I'm sure I have every bit of that toxin out of his system and not before. For the love of mercy, Fitzroy, you're creating monsters! I don't know what you've done to Darius's formula. I haven't done anything. 
I was put in charge of the masked misfits that no one else wanted, but that we couldn't do without. And I have done what needed to be done to defend my country. You ordered us to kill that boy! Those were my orders. That isn't good enough! That formula was supposed to wipe out hunger! And maybe it will. After we use it to wipe out the Nazis. What use is victory if we make monsters of ourselves in the process? Will you listen to yourself? Hitler's overrun Europe. He'd be in Moscow already if von Schlitz wasn't having trouble adapting the dinosaur squadrons to the cold. He has agents and operatives all over Canada, and everything we've done has barely kept them in check. England can't stand much more, and she wouldn't be standing at all if it weren't for... Don't you dare pull Tom tomorrow into this. Don't you even speak his name. They turned that boy into an abomination. Sergeant Coswell volunteered, Red Panda... True, he couldn't have known how badly the test would go. But like every man in the Meta Project, he knew that every country is working towards the same goal. Even the Americans, and they're not even in it. What if von Schlitz got there first? Are you going to pull something out of that utility belt to save us all then? Where are you going? To the infirmary to see Lieutenant Archer. John Doe is fully operational and back on the job, Red Panda. He is a professional, which is more than I can say for you. May it ever be such, Colonel. May it ever be such. And so concludes another adventure of the Red Panda! This recording and the story, characters, and situations contained therein are the exclusive property of their creator and copyright holder, Greg Taylor, and are produced and distributed by Decoder Ring Theater through arrangement with him. These recordings may not be rebroadcast or redistributed by any means for any reason without express permission. Until next time, when Decoder Ring Theater brings you the further thrilling adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, this is Stephen Burley reminding you DecoderRingTheater.com is your address to adventure! The Red Panda Adventures, episode 66, Barbarian at the Gates, was written and directed by Greg Taylor with original music by Andrea Lyons and featured the vocal talents of Peter Nickel, Christopher Mott, Stephen Burley, Andrea Lyons, Kevin Robinson, Brian Vaughn, Clarissa Donetta Landon, and Greg Taylor. Until next time, for all of us here, good night. Ah, Saturday's Story Circle in the Mutual Audio Network. A time for the family to gather together and enjoy tales filled with adventure, humor, and fun. Speaking of family-friendly, have you listened to Bells in the Bathroom? Catch it on Friday Follies and every other week on Sunday Showcase. It's a time for the family to gather together and enjoy tales filled with stinky puns, odd characters, and bizarre plots, such as they are. Bells in the Bathroom on the Mutual Audio Network. It will have your family going around in circles.